and welcome in to another edition of The Wrap, the Rob Anthony Podcast. Thanks for listening. I am your host with the most, Rob Anthony. And today, I am going to address um, these big money contracts in MLB and how none of them, not a one, are a good investment. Uh, so right now, the Washington Nationals, and I'm based in the Washington, D.C. area, uh, are mulling over a trade of Juan Soto. This is a team that just won a World Series in 2019. Um, there's lots of talk about fans jumping ship because they have let go of Bryce Harper. They let go of Anthony Rendon. Uh, they traded away Trey Turner. And now, you know, it looks like they've they've made a few offers to Juan Soto. He has rejected them all. They still have two years, I think, like two and a half years uh, with him before he's gone. But the team is now thinking about trading him away and what would you get back for him and how? what is his best value? Do you just hold on to him? Until his contract's up, then let him go. What do you do? So here's where I'm going to, you know, plead my case. Right? Um, Yes, the Nats let go of Bryce Harper. He got drafted, I think, in 2011 or 2012, something like that. And when it came time to uh, make him a big offer, they did. But I think they deferred the money way, way out and stretched the money way out. Um, I think it was like 10 years, uh, 300 million or 15, something like that. It was one of these enormous contracts that they offered him. The deferrals, I think were too much for Harper. And he just was like, no, this is not a serious offer. You guys aren't really trying to resign me. And he ended up going to Philly. Um, I don't know, but I don't really see Philly, you know, on the march for a world series or winning divisions, or, you know, knocking down wild cards every year, or I don't know. Uh, They paid all that money. He's still a very very solid player, but, you know, I I don't exactly see them knocking down down the door to the World Series. Um, So is that worth it or not? I don't know. The Orioles, they had... Um, around the same time as Harper, I think it might even been this. They went to free agency about the same year. They had Manny Machado. Um, the Orioles had made some pretty decent runs in kind of the mid 2010s with Manny Machado before he had the big contract. And they went. I I want to say they got all the way to the ALCS and got uh, swept by the Royals that year. They went to the World Series. I don't know if they. I don't think they won that World Series. But they went to a World Series. Um, Had about two or three playoff runs. Won the division in uh, 2014, I want to say, with Manny Machado. Um, Then they decided to to make one last run with him. And I think that was 2018. Didn't work out. Or 2018, 2017. It did not work out. Um, And they ended up trading everybody away. Um... 
I don't think they even made an offer to Manny Machado. He got traded um, to uh, the Dodgers, and then he ended up signing with the Padres, which is where he is now. And him and Fernando Tatis, you know, both of those guys making big money. Again, I don't really see them knocking down the door to the World Series. Or in the play, well, they they they. I think they may have made the playoffs once or twice since those two guys have been together. But Tatis is always hurt. He's another guy with a huge contract, three four hundred million, and he's always hurt. He's hurt. You think he got hurt at the beginning of this year? Missed the, basically the whole year. Now let's not even get, or no, let's do get. Let's get on the Los Angeles Anaheim Angels of I. However it goes, is it? The Angels of Los Angeles and Ana- the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. They have Mike Trout, they have Anthony Rendon, and they have Shohan, uh, uh, Shohei Otani, and they ain't busting a grape. All that salary. Mike Trout has one of the. I think he has the highest contract. I don't know if it's the highest AAV or just the highest total number. Uh, but he's got one of the biggest contracts in baseball, and the guy's hurt right now, and they can't win a game. They can't buy a win. They got $250, and they still can't buy a vowel. Um, I, I don't, you know, they're the example of the team where it's like, even if, even if you stack up all these high, you know, dollar guys, it doesn't guarantee you dick. The Nationals won a World Series without Bryce Harper. They let him go and they still won a World Series. And now they're thinking about letting Juan Soto go. They've already won a World Series with him, paying him nothing. To me, you've already got the value out of it. That's to be, There's no higher value than that, having a great young player in his early 20s, you're not paying him much. He was great, and you won a World Series with him, paying him probably, I don't know, $2 million or something. And he's, won a, he's you know, Bryce Harper won a MVP with you. Again, you were paying him dick. You got an MVP season out of a guy. That's really where the value is, guys and girls is when you get a top number one, two, three pick and you have them for seven years and they win an MVP or you win a World Series with them and you're paying them $5 million, $7 million, $8 million. That's the value. Not when you're paying them in this long 13-year contract. That's not the value. The value, it's not the super long, stupid, you know, uh, Albert Pujols 10-year deal. No, it's not the 13-year Bryce Harper, Manny Machado, Fernando Tatis, uh, Mike Trout deal. That's not where the value is. It's in those first seven years where you have the control of the guy. Can he get to an MVP level? Can he get you to a World Series in that period? Then you let him go and let him be somebody else's problem for 13 years and, and $500 million. To me, the value is in is in being bad for a couple years, getting that first, second pick, 
that guy comes up, you try to get him up into your system as soon as you can, and you get the most out of him in that in that six, seven years that you have uh, club control. That's the value. I don't think any of these big uh, double-digit year contracts where you're paying a guy $40, $50 million are worth it. None of those guys that we mentioned, not Trout, not Manny, not... Uh, um, they're... Uh, uh, not Tatis. Um, Aaron Judge is about to get a big contract. Though the Yankees are pretty good. The Yankees are damn good. And when you have that much money, um, you you might have to pay him because there's an opportunity that you could win a couple of, of World Series. But they didn't necessarily, they didn't build their team that way. Um, that's just where they are now. So, though... If they win the World Series this year, they would have gotten the value out of Aaron Judge already. Pay attention to that. If they win the World Series this year, will they go, well, we got our value. We got the best out of you without having to pay you $40, $50 million. If they win the World Series this year, they very well could. It's like, hey, well, you know, we, we, we already squeezed the best value out of you. Why do we need to pay you for the next 13 years? If it was me, if I had to make these decisions, I'd say, hey, you know what? If it was me, I would say, okay, Juan Soto, um, I'll pay you seven years, and I'll give you the high AAV. I'll give you the $40 million. But the Nats stink right now. You stink with him. You're at the bottom of the league, and you have the worst record in the league with him. Why are we paying him? I could be, I could be bottom of the league without you. I don't need Juan Soto to be the worst team in Major League Baseball. Why on earth would I pay $40 million to be at the bottom? Like, that's stupid. So you might as well trade him. Um, though generally, in these trades, that's generally, again, not where the value is. You don't really rebuild your farm system from these trades. You usually rebuild... From being bad two or three years, then you get a number one pick, a number two pick, and those number one and number two picks become Manny Machado. They become Steven Strasburg. They become Fernando Tatis. They become Mike Trout. They become Bryce Harper. And you get the best you can out of those guys for seven years of team control, and then you make the decision on whether or not you're going to keep him or not. But in those seven years, that's where the value is. Uh, but if it was me and one of those guys comes up for contract, I'm, I'm saying, hey, how much do you want a year? I'm not going to pay you for 13 years. But if you want to, you know, get back to free agency in your early 30s, I'm, I'm willing to pay you, you know, seven years. I'm, I'm willing to pay you to your 30. Let's see where you are. And then maybe we could do it again. Um, that's where I would draw the line. Uh, paying a guy up until he's maybe 30, 31, and getting those best, some of those best years out of his youth, early years of his prime, paying him to that point, let's see what happens, right? Hey, if you pay, if, if I pay a guy, you know, 
45 million for, or 40, let's just say 40 million for seven years. That's 280. I could, I could live with that. You pay one guy 40 and maybe you have, you know, a, a few other guys making 10, 15 and your payroll ends up being, you know, a hundred million dollars. I could live with that, but I'm not trying to be dead last in the American league with a $200 million payroll like the angels. No, thank you. Not when the, the Rays have an $80 million pay, dollar payroll and they're, you know, a winning team. Um, so I'm going to say if you're a fan and you're angry at your franchise for not re-signing guys, I would say relax. Um those contracts, they're just not worth it. They do not pay off for the team in the end. Of course, they're going to make those guys rich. They're going to make them half billionaires, but they just don't really work out for the team. So I would not be as angry at my team for signing one of those silly deals, and now you're stuck. How many years, for God's sakes, were the Orioles stuck with Chris Davis' horrible contract? And that wasn't even one of these 10, 15 years. It was like a seven-year deal or something. And I think eventually they, you know, Chris Davis, like, retired. And they were going to get, to get out of it. They kind of paid the wrong guy. Maybe they should have paid, like, Nelson Cruz or something instead of Chris Davis. And maybe their team wouldn't have been as miserable for so long. But the, the these big, huge deals, they just do not work they don't and trading your guy that is not where you get the most value for you get the most value i i think instead of trading your guy for a bunch of um prospects i would trade him and say give me give me five first round picks and you know maybe one major league guy and I think baseball teams know this. I think they understand um, that really the best value is to be bad for two or three years, get those top picks, and those top picks you um, you get the, the most out of them for five or six years and then let them go. That's why the Nats didn't re-sign anybody. That's why the Orioles didn't re-sign Manny Machado. Um, the Angels, they didn't get that memo, though, because they signed Trout to this huge deal. Uh, the Padres, they didn't get the memo. They signed, they signed Tatis to this huge deal. Now the guy's hurt. He's on the DL. He's on the forever DL. Um, yeah, I, I think that is the key. That's why baseball's now got the draft lottery. You can't just be, now you just can't be terrible. They want teams to try to go for it every year. Um, I don't. I don't know how you fix that. I think you got to have a salary floor. Um, instead of you don't need a cap, but you got to make teams spend a little bit of money every year. Um, and if you do that, if you make them spend just a little bit of money. Um, that'll get everybody to kind of be mediocre. That you know, instead of going sixty and a hundred, you know, sixty and a hundred and two, 
Maybe now they're going 70. Maybe now they're winning 70 games. Um, and with an extra wild card, you got maybe a little bit of motivation to try to be decent and try to get in as a wild card. Um, I don't know. Maybe they've got to create contracts or, or create something where it is more advantageous for a player to stay with their original team. Maybe the original team could give them more years. Um, maybe, you know, they create a signing window, you know, before that deal is up where only, I, I don't know what you could do, but there's got to be a way that Major League Baseball can uh, help those uh, teams hold on to those stars. Uh, with these astronomical, maybe they got to limit the number of years and say, hey, a, a contract can only be seven years, can't be 10. Or maybe you limit it at 10 instead of these 13, 15 year contracts. I don't know what you could do. But you got to find a way for those stars to be able to stay home. Um, in the meantime, I would be very, very cautious if I'm a major league owner, general manager, before I sign one of these deals, because they generally do not work. They don't. That is my take. Major League big contracts, 10 years, 15 years, 13 years, they don't work. Albert Pujols' didn't work. Giancarlo Stanton's didn't work. Mike Trout's, he's got a spinal condition. That's not working. Um... Bryce Harper's is, eh, eh, we'll see. Still a pretty decent player. Manny Machado's is, eh, 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 it's okay. You know, he's still pretty, he's a still a pretty good player. Um, but none of them are a wild success. So I would just be very cautious about signing these deals. Or I just wouldn't sign them. And you get the value out of that guy in those first seven years. Surround him with great players so that you could squeeze the last drop, win a World Series with Juan Soto before he, he uh, you know, ages out and ha- you have to pay him. Win a World Series with Aaron Judge before you have to pay him this year, Yankees. That's the value. All right, so that is my hot take, and that is the Rob Anthony Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. 